When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Toronto FC are riding a four-game unbeaten streak and have a huge game against the eighth-place New England Revolution on Wednesday. The Toronto Blue Jay fans stopped treating their current team as if they are future World Series champions, and now they're acting like the Blue Jays aren't even a playoff team. The Cleveland Browns players are ready to be a hated team across the NFL, especially with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. The Browns players, for all the wrong reasons, are accepting the hate, and they're taking the us against the world attitude. And the Blue Jays know that their season is getting shorter. They've blown a golden opportunity to make a run at the AL East with the New York Yankees slumping. And more importantly, the Blue Jays are now trying to cling to their one once comfortable wild card spot what's going on this is ray route coming in here for you live for the dean blundell network over at deanblundell.com also representing rayroute.com in the who's got next podcast and uh gonna talk some sports in uh ray sports rant and uh, tonight i'm going to discuss a piece that was uh written by abdul him abraham uh, of the canadian press on how the tfc head coach bob bradley knows the pressure his team is on and that his two big Italian stars need to push TFC to the playoffs. Here goes, quote, On a four-game unbeaten run since the debuts of Italian transfers Lorenzo Insegna and Federico Bernadetti, TFC coach Bob Bradley says the pressure is on with just nine games remaining. Quote, It's there. We all know what Bradley said. We know that we've got to finish in a good way, and we know that we're in the moment playing better and better every game. We still focus on trying to make sure that the work we're doing, the football that we're playing, and grow and continue, that's going to get us to where we need to go. That's really the way to handle things. So listen, Toronto FC, I would say like what, two or three weeks ago, most people wrote them off. I think that's a fair assessment. I think a lot of people believe that they were no longer going to be contenders in Major League Soccer. But as they've battled away, as they bring back, you know, or they bring in the two Italians, they bring in, bring back Larea, Azario finding the net each and every game, the Canadian boy. There's a lot of reason for Toronto FC fans to have a lot of faith in this Toronto FC team. Because they're good. They're really good. They're on a four-game unbeaten streak. I think three wins and a draw. Great game against Portland over the weekend. I was there. It was rocking at BMO Field. And I don't think that there's any reason that fans shouldn't have any faith in this team. Bono's a great keeper. Made some big saves in that Portland game. And listen, they were better than the 3-1 victory. They had figured out how to break down Portland, I would say, by the 30-minute mark of the first half. And you were kind of just waiting for the goals to happen. You just kind of sat there waiting, 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 and then they happened. Because TFC's good. 
And yeah, the pressure's on. Yeah, you wanted Signia to step up and score. Scored at home. Scored on the road two weeks ago. You want Mr. Federico Bernadette to step up and score more goals. Score a beautiful goal against Portland. I have a lot of faith. I'm going to be honest with you. I have a lot of faith in this Toronto FC team that they can make the playoffs and that they can do damage when they get into the playoffs. And I'm okay with them having a little bit of pressure on them. Pressure can breed greatness. That's all I got to say about TFC right now, but make sure you tune into the game tomorrow against the Revolution. It's going to be a great game. Now, uh, Kel Surprise, for those of you who don't know, the Toronto Blue Jays lost again tonight, 4-2. to two. And uh, before the, the season started, Toronto Blue Jay fans were ready to crown their team World Series champions. Uh, with the Jays winning only three of their last 11 games, Charles Kaim, a fan cited, points out that there's a lot of anger from the Blue Jays fan base. Quote, a quick glimpse of the comment section following any Jays-related article would suggest that far too many fans, this doesn't feel like a wild card team when they can't consistently win against playoff contenders in Tampa, Minnesota, and Baltimore, as well at home against Cleveland and the Orioles. The Blue Jays are 4-8 and eight in August, and they've lost eight of their last 11 games. It's now uh, nine of their last 12. And I don't blame Blue Jay fans one bit for being upset. And uh, you should be upset at the coaching staff. You should be upset at the players. You should be upset at Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins. The whole entire organization from top to bottom, from the general manager to the president to the coaching staff to the players, they're not hitting timely. Bo Bichette, I think, dropped down to the seventh spot today. George Springer trying to come back. The starting pitching absolute is, is horrible. It stinks. I was on the Dean Blundell show today, and he said he can't watch a Jays game without putting a sheet over the TV because he just can't watch it. It's hard to watch. We just talked about Toronto FC. We just talked about another Toronto team who's coming through. We just talked about a Toronto team who's sort of coming to life when it matters, battling for a playoff spot. The Blue Jays, who just a couple of weeks ago, I mean, were holding on to a spot and looked like they were going to be one of the best teams in, in, in baseball. Uh, we talked about that loaded AL East. I mean, before the season started, you had the Yankees, the Rays, the Jays, the Red Sox. We didn't even count the Orioles as a contender. Now the Orioles are fighting for a wild card. Boston stinks. Toronto stinks. The Yankees are in first, but they stink. AL East doesn't look so great anymore. Now the Yankees still have those the squad to come back for the Blue Jays. I think they got the bats. Vlad Guerrero can step up. All those guys, you know, they can come in. Springer. I have faith in Bichette, what, 24, 25 years old, young kid. But the 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 pitching is awful. You can't win with shitty pitching. And it's night after night. Now it's 4-2 tonight, so it wasn't like a stink fest for the pitchers, but then the, the bats can't come alive. Now, I'm not a doom and gloom person. I'm always looking at the glass half full. I'm always looking at the positive, but I'm going to probably say if you're a Blue Jay fan and you're expecting some sort of big turnaround from this Jays team, you're probably going to be very disappointed because I just don't see it. I just don't see the Toronto Blue Jays Turning it around. Let's move on from the Jays for a second, though, because we will be getting back to them in just a minute here. 
So I want to talk a little bit about the Cleveland Browns. Because in what seems like the never-ending story, I'm back to talking about Deshaun Watson. Not really Watson himself, but what his legal troubles have caused. Rob Goldberg of the Bleacher Report spoke with a Browns player. And uh, for better or worse, Cleveland is adopting the Browns versus the world mentality. Quote, guard Joel Bonito, Bonito, Betonio, my bad, uh, discussed the crowd's reaction to the Browns and quarterbacks to Sean Watson from Friday's road game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Quote, you know, uh, I think once Deshaun came out of the game, we got booed less, but you got to go on a road game. They're going to boo you anyway. So you know what I mean? Bitatonio uh, told reporter Sunday. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm sure it seems more like more than ever, but uh, you know, it's Cleveland against the world. So we'll be ready for it. Cleveland against the world. And I was on Dean's show today and I was talking about this. This isn't the New England Patriots. You know what I mean? This isn't a good team that people want to see fall. This isn't a, you know, uh, uh, even a cheating team. This isn't deflated footballs. This isn't Tom Brady. This isn't Bill Belichick. This isn't Peyton Manning. It's not Ben Roethlisberger. It's not the Cowboys. You're the Cleveland Browns. The reason you're being booed was because of the atrocious actions by your quarterback, allegedly. And I think what my problem is, is people like... I understand that you have to defend your quarterback. I understand that you just can't come out and, you know, say, well, you know, we don't want Deshaun anyways. I understand. I get it. I get it. But you're going to get booed, and you're going to get booed because of Deshaun Watson. In adopting the us versus the world mentality, isn't necessarily a good look for Cleveland because you're being booed and it is the world versus Cleveland because you signed a guy who has countless, countless allegations levied against him. That's why you're being booed. This isn't some noble cause that you're trying to overcome here. This isn't, you know, the team's just so good or because we replaced Baker Mayfield. They're booing you because of Deshaun Watson, because what 30 women made accusations against him. And if you've never heard me speak about Deshaun Watson before, for months, months, I said, let the situation play out before we make any judgment against Deshaun Watson. I learned from the Tyreek Hill situation. There has been enough evidence. The Cleveland Browns ownership came out, made a statement. Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson settled lawsuits. And because of that, I believe he's guilty. I believe he deserves more than six games. I believe he deserves an entire season. I deserve, believe that he deserves to be hit in the pocketbook, both in suspensions and in the lawsuits. That's why they're booing you. So your us versus the world mentality isn't noble. 
it's nothing because it's all about Deshaun Watson. <sighs> Let's get back to these Blue Jays, shall we? I think we're going to wrap this up for tonight. Just a couple of weeks ago, the Toronto Blue Jays had a firm grasp on a wild card spot. Now they're clinging to their third wild card position. According to Adam Les Karras of the Daily Hive, Blue Jays manager John Schneider knows the time for patience is done and it's time for urgency. Quote, the Blue Jays are three and seven in their last 10 games. They're now three and eight, just so everybody knows. And they have fallen a comfort they have fallen from a comfortable lead in the first wild card spot to now holding on to the third and final wild card berth. Currently, they're just one and a half games up on their divisional opponent, the Baltimore Orioles, who beat them 7-3 yesterday and 4-2 tonight, by the way. In the first of three games, it's now they've now lost the series. The Blue Jays, that is. Quote, it's more urgency than patience right now. Blue Jays manager John Schneider told the media following yesterday's loss. This season's getting short. I mean, what more can we add? What more can we add besides the Blue Jays have blown prime opportunities? I mean, at this point, I'm debating whether to... I mean, I work for a website that is Toronto-based, and we primarily talk about Toronto sports and the big other big news around sports, like, you know, Kevin Durant, that type of thing. Except I'm not... uh, Except I'm not very uh I'm not very good at that stuff. So you bring in people. And we have. Shout out to hashtag sports. Welcome to uh the Dean Bundell Network. Shout out to Griff, welcome to the Dean Bundell Network. Really uh rounding out the uh sports section of DeanBlundell.com. But I don't know how much more I can talk about the Toronto Blue Jays because there's nothing left to talk about besides they stink. And the lineup shouldn't stink. That's the frustrating part for Blue Jay fans. I'm not a Blue Jay fan, so I'm not coming at this with any bias. When I talk about Toronto FC, when I talk about Bayern Munich, when I talk about, you know, Uh, The New England Patriots, I'm coming at it with bias. When it comes to baseball, no real bias. Basketball, I mean, I like the Raptors, but no real bias. I can talk about everybody. So, no, I'm not an angry Toronto Blue Jay fan. I'm a guy who covers Toronto sports for DeanBlendell.com. And I don't know what more I can say. Do I get mad at Vlad? Do I get mad at Bo? Do I get mad at Schneider? When the pitching only lets up four runs only, the hitters can't get it done? It's gross. The team is gross. This was uh, Ray Sports Rant. I hope you enjoyed it. Tune in tomorrow because I'll be going live twice, twice, once at 7 p.m. Eastern time with my boys, Mario, Mike, and Connor for the Who's Got Next podcast. And then uh, I'll be live again 10 sometime around 10. Going to watch the TFC game and then going to come on here and do my sports uh, race sports rant tomorrow. Until next time, people. Take care. You're all legit. Do 
did, Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares it's for the open-minded the pleasure seeker it's jeff woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality theme-based with special guests blue hotel hotline and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd.